You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome, everybody, to the 3DMs Podcast. This is episode 27. Guys, we've done 27 episodes. Look at us. I'm so proud. Our show's uh, as old as Jake. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> Happy birthday. Yay. Yay. This week, uh, we're doing multiclassing part two, Electric Boogaloo, because we didn't finish it off in one, le- one week like we thought we would. Joining us as poor usual is Nacho and Paul. Say hello, fellers. Hello. Yellow. Fellers. And, uh, <laughs> like my shirt. In, yes, it's yellow. I like yellow. And uh, sitting in studio with us today is guest producer Earl. You will hear him reading fan comments and mentions and questions and whatnot. Say hi, Earl. Hello. He's got a great radio voice, too. Unfortunately, yeah, can't you. get his uh, pretty radio face up here. Oh, well. We all have radio faces, though. So... <laughs> Let's begin. Where uh, previously on the last show, we uh, we got all the way through Barbarian to Paladin. We ended on Paladin, talking about effective multi-class dips. You know, if you're if you're thinking about multi-class and if you're sitting there going, I really want to try something new with my character, switch things up. Uh, we're just all of us are giving a pretty basic recommendation on what a an effective multi-class is. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be somebody who's going to tell me that I'm completely wrong about all my choices. Well, that, that's because it's you, Paul. Yeah. Well, my also, friends are like that. And well, you know, it can be a contentious debate, but guess what? It's our show, so we'll talk about what we want. <laughs> um, really quick, before we go, uh, we record every week out of the Podcast Detroit studios here in Royal Oak, Michigan. Podcast Detroit has three studios, uh, one in Corktown in Detroit, another studio that, again, I really need to learn where the hell it is, what it is, its exact location is, but I know it's next to a bar, so hey. Uh, and obviously the studio here at Royal Oak, if you ever want to start your own podcast, it's as easy as coming down to the studio and getting things set up. Uh, go to the website, podcastdetroit.com. Um, they'll get you they'll get you set up with somebody who can uh, get your show running. <laughs> Earl Earl is having a fight with technology across the room. <laughs> okay. A little further back from your mic, it'll be fine. It, 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 it's nice because I'm not the one using my phone for uh, comment moderation this time. So you it, don't have to hear not, us talking it's, to ourselves. It's not me screwing it up. Yeah, no, it happens every week. That nice we, we put the uh, every every time we put the live feed up so we can watch. Somebody always messes it up, so no shame. I think I had um, a ringer one time, <laughs> but. Yeah, if you uh, you want to start your own podcast, come on down to Podcast Detroit. If you're in the southeastern Michigan area, it's as easy as hitting us up uh, on the interwebs and getting your show started from there. Also, too, first Saturday, uh, first weekend of every month, we do a uh, free podcast day. So you want to start your show up, starting next uh, next Saturday, you can do a free show. Just gotta just gotta hit people up. Yeah. Anyways, enough about that. Ranger, also known as uh, 
our probably most shit-talked class here on this show. We have a uh, – Mom always said you had nothing nice to say. Don't th- say anything at all, so I'll hold my so, tongue. Yeah, but Mom was solid. like, but isn't Ranger terrible? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ranger. Okay, now Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for no, real. No, but for real. Uh, Ranger did receive a nice addition. I believe it was in uh, Xanathar's with yes, it was. the addition of the Gloomstalker, which is a Ranger archetype that does not completely fail at everything it tries to do. We have a good Ranger. Okay. It's actually quite good. I've seen it used to great effect. Yeah, so just breaking out the Gloomstalker really quick just for those who are unfamiliar with it. Those who do not own Xanathar's. Yeah, which you should. Fantastic book. Um, so Gloomstalker. Um, the big thing that you're really going to be able to get is the Dread Ambusher feat or ability at third level, which is just great stuff. You master the art of ambush. You can give yourself a bonus to your initiative rolls equal to your wisdom modifier. At the start of your first turn of combat, your walking speed increases by 10 feet, lasts until the end of that turn. If you take the attack, uh, if you take the attack action on that turn, you can make one additional weapon attack as part of that action. If that attack hits, the target takes an extra 1d8 damage of the weapon's type. That's really good. It is. It's basically extra attack two levels early. Um, it's extra attack two levels early. And, and an initiative oh. bonus, which is so hard to get. Yeah. And it will it blends pretty well with other abilities that the ranger already has, like uh, Colossus Slayer and a couple other things. So You can't actually get Colossus Slayer and Gloomstalker. Can't? That's from the Hunter archetype. No, I'm pretty sure everybody gets it. Player's well, Handbook. Let's see. We have the Player's Handbook. We have a clarification. Hold on while we learn the game that yeah that we, we podcast yeah that we purport to do a podcast on. Although to be fair, I let's, guess let's learn what we claim to be experts on. Yeah, although I guess in our defense, nobody ever plays Rangers in any games we ever play in because we're just like, why would you do it? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Sure, sure, sure take a dip, get all fair. the extra skills. But so if we played a Ranger, it. no, no, yeah, no, that is a hunter thing. That's right. You're right. I will back down. This time. All right. But you still have Hunter's Mark. Yeah, no. I, I, Hunter's I, Mark is fantastic. No, I just remembered. Uh, I only remembered it because, <laughs> that's right, no one uses Beastmaster. Yeah, because giving up your attack to let your beast make a worse attack than your own, what a deal. What a deal. Anyways, so you're going to be using Gloomstalker, most likely. Unless using the Unearthed Arcana Ranger, but, well, well yeah, probably, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, um, which is probably not today. Paul, your recommended dip. Fighter. Yep. Always. Two yeah. levels of fighter. We get action surge. Get your prof- you might even want to start in fighter so you get your proficiency and stuff. Gets you a fighting style, gets you extra hit points. It's good. Yeah. Honestly, if I were you, I'd just skip taking ranger levels entirely and just take more fighter levels, but well, you know, hey, you can't uh You asked me what the multi-class with Ranger, I gave you my answer. All right. Someone somewhere says, you know what? I'm gonna make Rangers great again. Like Minsk, even though one level ranger, nineteen levels barbarian, doesn't technically make you a ranger, but in Minsk, in the case of Minsk, it does. Okay, um, Nacho, we did, however, have you down as uh, monk or not monk? Uh, that was rogue. I'm monk. Yeah. yeah. So rogue for ranger? me, I'd take rogue in there for uh, getting your sneak attack on top of your extra damage on top of hunter's mark. It, I, I might actually go for uh, reverse uh, dipping rogue first because you get all those extra skills for uh, multi-classing into ranger if 
Yeah, you okay. get an extra skill. Um, you do oh, lose your medium you, armor. You gain a though. lot of proficiency. Here, let's. I'm gonna pull this up because I have a little reference in here. Uh, we should have prepared this before. Yeah, no, we we, we really should have. Uh, we didn't. Because we are we're what you would call professionals. Uh, we don't prepare anything. I know the ranger gets a huge pile of yeah, so, uh, uh, bonuses. By but... multi-classing into ranger, you get your light armor, medium armor, <laughs> shield, simple weapons, martial weapons, and one skill from the class's skill list. I stand corrected. Whereas, yeah. oh, going rogue, you get one skill from the class's skill list and thieves tools. So, Yeah, start rogue. Okay. Start yeah. rogue, go two ranger. Level, two or three levels of rogue, do you think, for the extra sneak attack? That's the expertise. Um, three levels three. just so you can dip into swashbuckler or thief. Makes sense. Swashbuckler three, get your arch type and then just go to town on your ranger. Yep. So. The Gloomstalker really wants the swashbuckler abilities, so. Yeah, no, those, like, the synergy between those two is actually fantastic. Um, swashbuckler meshes pretty well with anybody, though, who likes to. Any melee class. Yeah, anybody who wants to get in and, you know, do the stuff and dance. Dare away. I say this is the uh, one point where you could actually use an assassin rogue effectively by just getting those basic little skills. You know, I actually, mean, you could. You, you could. But I'd still rather take swashbuckler. It, it's, it's that rare instance where this would work. The only, the only reason you would not take swashbuckler because ranger is actually kind of a mad class a little bit. It, um, it wants to do everything but nothing at the same Strength, time. Strength, dex, con, and wisdom. So. Yeah, and having that high charisma is that you need to make Swashbuckler really effective if you want to take more levels in it later is, you know. Finicky. Finicky. But that's our pretty simple recommendation on Ranger. Ranger is pretty straightforward. Rogue, though. Oh. No, you Were you not going to do one yours. Oh, Yeah, no, I, I was going to. I almost get my monk. Thank you. Yeah. You saved me, Nacho. So my recommendation for Ranger is Monk. Um, I would not do a reverse dip. I would actually start Ranger and dip into Monk at some point and then go back to Ranger. Uh, and here's why. So with Ranger, Gloomstalker, you get all those great extra abilities. You join in with Monk. Monk um, doesn't give you a ton of stuff when you multiclass into it, but you already have like a pretty robust list of things that you get by being a ranger naturally and then monk as a gloom stalker just adds to your ambush and murder ability pretty effectively um you're already gonna have a high wisdom you're already gonna have a high deck so meeting the monks uh prereqs for getting monk levels is gonna be pretty easy for you and again just the ability to add wisdom to your uh initiative and Already with your dexterity ability, and then you know you can drop some armor, and you can do some really ambushy good stuff. A lot of flurry of blows, a lot of dual wielding attacks. Um, tons of fun with monk. Way of the shadows. If you get high enough level with the monk uh, for the dip, you do three or four. You're going to do three or four levels with monk. Uh, is probably going to be your best bet. Might even be worth it to get to level six to get the teleport around in shadows. Ability. Nothing personal, kid. Yep. You're just you know. Poofing in and out of the shadows and doing some assassinating and stuff. It's good. I'm here. No, you I'm appear there. behind them and laugh. Now I'm over here. Now I'm over here. Pudding pop. Where's the party? Mm-hmm. So that's my recommendation. That makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Solid. I want to get to the one though that we're gonna contentious. Have to, yeah, we're gonna have a big disagreement on. So, rogue. Well, for me personally, as painful as three and three five was. <laughs> I really liked how 
your rogue was the one that would use all your magical devices. They'd carry all the scrolls, all the wands, all that cool shit. Good old use magic device. So rest in hell. For my rogue, I'd go with a uh, with an arcane trickster and dip into wizard. So you get more spells, more spell slots, and you'll just be a magical little stabby in the back guy. I don't have a good way to describe it outside of that. Paul, could you help me? Do you have the fancy words for I have magic and I stab you? Arcane trickster, well, if you will. I already said that, but I don't really have many good uh good ways to describe that other than maybe ledger domain, but that's already covered under sleight of hand. So. Yeah, I, I had something good for it, but I got distracted by uh Jake doing all his show tricks <laughs> right next to me. Fancy acrobatics. <laughs> and just killed my concentration. <laughs> Continue. Still, having a bag of tricks for Rogue, especially like that of a wizard, is pretty useful. Yeah. So I agree. Uh, I probably wouldn't take a whole bunch of levels in Wizard, maybe three or four to get to invisibility and other fun stuff like that. Get some better spell casting, more utility out of it. And our uh, executive <laughs> studio producer is having technological failures. Is it a show? I'm so sorry, guys. No, is it our show? If is is it really our show though? If we don't have a technical issue, no, no, exactly, exactly. Earl, can I get my pen back? <laughs> <laughs> Careful, guys! Don't put an eye out. No, that was very close. That, that was... uh, okay. So, um, yeah, I, no, I think wizards yeah. a really good choice. Uh, going divination wizard, especially. Oh boy! I get to turn your saving yeah. throws into ones. Yeah, Ugh. you know. It's or just, haha! You thought I missed. Now I got a crit. I hit, <laughs> and then I missed, and I fired, and I missed again. Yes, I missed both times. <laughs> anyway, anyways. So Paul, monk. I mentioned this before last week with the monk going discussing the rogue, but. The Way of the Shadows Monk synergizes excellently with a melee rogue. Fantastically. Uh, the ability to teleport around, the ability to get bonuses to hide and acrobatics and stuff, it's all fantastic. Flurry of blows, I mean, you're not going to be wearing a lot of armor anyway if you're playing a rogue because you're playing light armor, so you can just ditch the light armor and use your wisdom bonus instead. Uh, you can flurry of blows, you can breath of the air, you can sprint. It, they just synergize pretty well. I mean, you only get one sneak attack around, but... You do still get your uh, uh, yeah, as somebody, next most damage. Yeah, as somebody who's played it. And you get advantage on your rolls if you're playing Swashbuckler. Yeah, so. Swashbuckler, again, it's uh, it's a bit of a mad class itself because uh, you need to have, especially the one I was playing, I was playing a very uh, charismatic rogue with Swashbuckler, and then I decided to go into Monk. And uh, while my damage output was output was fantastic and my ability to dance away with Swashbuckler uh, was useful, um, I still definitely suffered from a lot of kill that motherfucker. You spent a lot of encounters bleeding out on the floor. Yeah, no, I, I'd show up, do a lot of damage, and be like, "Haha, what now?" And then I just get surrounded, and they're like, "Oh, hi, <laughs> how are you? Look what I can do! I can roll a death saving throw." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it is a lot of fun. Um, I can definitely, I can definitely attribute though that the growing pains. Uh, with that, uh, with this multi-class can be a little difficult because you do need a very high level of monk levels. Yeah, you need at least three and probably more like six total. Yeah, but 
still, I think it's worth it. Yeah, no, it, when when it gets to higher, I've seen it played at a high level with a fifteenth level monk uh, monk rogue combo and rogue monk combo, and it was absolutely devastating. Like just a ton of ton of sneak attack dice, and then all the kick and all the punch and all the stuff. Early, you look like you got something you want to say. Oh, there's nothing. Everything's good right now. I'm liking this death save throw over here. <laughs> Sounds like you got messed up quite a bit. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was a running joke. Um, he would run in. He would instantly obliterate somebody, and then the big monster would hit him, and he would be bleeding out on the floor yeah. in the next round. It's a kill-then-be-killed world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, of nature. Speaking of uh, another contentious topic, uh, my personal recommendation which did you just did you just I want everybody to soak in that sigh that Paul let out because this is this has been the hotly debated one between us for like two weeks and we nearly got in a fist fight in the parking lot over this nearly one. I'm this doing my best to hold my tongue yeah this is why I sit in the middle <laughs> I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan of swashbuckler rogue and vengeance paladin I'm a really big fan of it uh, my exact specifics are eventually you're gonna want five levels of vengeance pally that's all you're gonna need and uh, the rest is rogue. Now, here is my justification for it, because Paul's about to rip me to shreds as he's just sipping Gatorade, and I, I can just hear the arguments forming in his head. But this is what I like about it. So, Oh, don't worry. I'll be merciful. It'll be quick. Will it, though? Will it? So, Probably. when you, uh, as I open up the player's handbook to just to start to build my lawyeristic defense here... Um, in defense of my shenanigans, uh, I'd like to first lead off by saying that uh, on the most popular D&D show on the planet, uh, Critical Role, Vax Illidan, the most beloved character from the first season other than perhaps the Bard, uh, was a rogue paladin. So, yeah, and Dred Stewart was a ranger, but that doesn't mean he isn't any good. He was really good, though. I just want to quickly point out, who needs to go to law school when you could just play a multi-class that people don't like? You'll, you'll <laughs> learn everything you need to win in the courtroom. <laughs> uh, oh, so, I know enough about rules lawyering that I could probably so, actually go to law school. Going So uh, by picking up Paladin, you're going to be getting light armor, medium armor, shields, simple weapons, and martial weapons. And... Where that is going to be really useful for you as a rogue is normally you can only wear that light armor. So you're going to be able to put on a breastplate, which allows you to sneak, Paul. It allows you to sneak. You do not get disadvantage on your sneak. Uh, really your medium armor does, though. Uh, no, chain it's, shirt. It's about 50-50. Yeah, shockingly, chain shirt. Isn't chain shirt light armor? No, it's, no, it's no. third edition. Right. No, the only light armor is padded leather and studded leather. Studded mm-hmm. leather is 12 plus dex. Um, chain shirt gives you 13. Breastplate gives you 14 plus a max of 2 on your dexterity modifier. And now you can also tote around a shield. So, uh, you know, since... Rogues toting around shields. Excellent. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the world we're living in now? Yeah, it is. Uh, so you're going to be able to rock an... You finish. You're going to rock an 18 armor class, which is pretty good because you need a plus 5... You know, to even get close with studded leather, which would be 17, you're going to have a little bit of healing ability for yourself. Not a lot with your lay on hands, but still just enough to give your get yourself by. And then you're going to be able to smite sneak attack, which is awesome. And then you're also going to be able to use spells from the Vengeance Paladin's playbook. Misty Step, Hold Person, uh, Bane, Hunter's Mark. Your ambush abilities as Vengeance Pally, Swashbuckler Rogue are... Bitchin'. 
And you get that extra little bit of hit points. I go to the prosecution. Paul is going to tear you apart. I hope you know that. He looks so oh, oh, upset oh. right now. <laughs> we, we, we know that's. I'm actually not that upset. I'm playing it up for the camera. But he I'm going to first say, despite what the defendant may claim, Rogue's abilities and Paladin's abilities do not synergize even a little bit. How so? So, for first things off, as a swashbuckler, you want to be alone with your enemy, yes? Yeah. What do you do about those Paladinors? You just Smite. tell everybody to not do it. <laughs> that's actually, that's pretty much it. You just say, no, don't follow me around. I'll, I'll help you later. I mean, frankly, the problem that I have immediately is that the Smites, especially the low level of Paladin, are going to be less efficient than just taking two levels of Fighter and using Action Surge, because you only get, I think it's three smites a day the only thing against that though is is that you still have to blow your bonus action for the action surge and as a swashbuckler you're allowed to just make an extra offhand attack for free or with your bonus action with your shield yeah but with the fighter thing though you're going to be using your bonus action to do what you could already do if you were just to have another weapon in your offhand yeah but you could take five levels of fighter and get your extra attack so you could attack four times or you could just do or you could get smites Again, the problem also is that smites are concentration outside of the uh, the just spend your dice one. And the spend your dice ones are actually even less efficient than just going gloom hunter ranger for the extra damage dice up until about fifth level. Paul defending <laughs> ranger, I believe that I'm talking I'll gloom hunter ranger, not the terrible ranger <laughs> options. <laughs> We're talking about the good one here. <laughs> uh, again, the problem is that a swashbuckler rogue does not want to be with his party. And a paladin does. Hold person is also a concentration option, so it's less good than you might think it is because taking any damage requires you to make a con save to hold on to it, which only increases your madness. Well, it does, but at the same time, the the effective idea would be that you you know still use your stealth abilities. You have a more optimal AC than you could normally get as a rogue until magic items come into play. You know, and I mean, some DMs are very, you know, they like to lavish their party with beautiful presents. Some hate that. They I should also point out that gaining stuff. Most, some, some DMs eat really well. Gaining most martial weapons is pretty useless when you're going to be using versatile weapons anyway because you're playing a rogue. Yeah, martial weapons isn't a helpful thing. But at the same time, it never hurts to be able to add a longbow to the arsenal just because you can. I mean, that's fair, but I don't actually much care for ranger rogues because sneak attack, I think, is a 30-foot limitation. Yeah, no. I mean, we're taking sneak attack out of it, but still, it's nice to be able to, you know, pop a motherfucker from uh, about 300 yards. Or you can take a level of Warlock and do so anyway, but... Well, yeah, but, well, now you need three levels to get your invocation. Point is, I really like Vengeance Paladin Rogue. I think it... I think it's more optimal than some combinations, but I think it's solidly middle of the pack as far as synergy with Rogue's abilities. I think it definitely allows you, it gives you more survivability because rogues still always have the problem of getting, you know, punted in the face, which the fighter option does too. But again, smite sneak attacks are fun. As somebody who did this in a one shot, it's a lot of fun. I feel like there are better ways to get that extra damage dice than going into Paladin to get it, which, again, anti-synergistic abilities. Eh, I mean, you know, 3d6 on a sneak attack, 2d8 on a smite, and then, you know, the actual stabbing. I don't know what killed me. Definitely wasn't the blade. It was everything else that was on the blade. Again, Gloomstalker. 
They only get to add 1d8, though. Or they only get to add 1d8. Plus Hunter's Mark. Well, yeah, which is 2d6. But Vengeance Paladin can also do Hunter's Mark. Yes. Isn't Hunter's Mark rogue only? Nope. Nope. Hmm. Nice no. to me. Hunter's Mark is a ranger spell that you can get with some other shit. Right. With uh, Vengeance Paladin, yeah. You also right, get... I forgot. Vengeance Paladin specifically has Hunter's Mark. Yeah, so and Gloomstalker has more natural synergy with Hunter's Mark. Which, yeah. if you listen to uh, the defendant's case in his defense, he did mention Hunter's Mark. Yeah. So you can put a Hunter's Mark with a smite and a sneak attack. So or you can Hunter's Mark plus the Gloomstalker extra attack, and you can do the fighter thing. So, so we know the prosecution isn't paying attention to the defense. <laughs> judge Nacho, <laughs> what are you declaring? I, I, I see that the I, judge is biased in one favor of this case. I, I, I rule a mistrial. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And by my judgy decree, uh, I have not earned that right. And okay, but. It, it shall be settled in the truck or parking lot. I'm so pissed I don't have the People's Court music queued up right now. Okay. Regardless, we should probably move on because we spent too long talking about Paladin. Uh, well, we just got three more to get through. Uh, so we got uh, we got Sorcerer now. And this is where we're really going to start getting into the reverse dip. Paul, would you like to break down the reverse dip for people? The reverse dip is when you start with one or two or possibly three levels of a class and then go for the rest of your career in another class. It's called the reverse dip because usually with a dip, you go start in a class and then you take a short break to go into another class and then go back to your class. But in this case, we're going to talk about the sorcerer and fighter. Sorcerer, warlock, and wizard are all people who genuinely benefit from the reverse dip pretty heavily. Yes. Dipping into them, you don't really get anything. I think sorcerer and wizard had nothing. Warlock might have had one thing. Yeah, warlock, you get light armor and simple weapons. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, shucks. <laughs> but a sorcerer can heavily benefit from two levels of fighter to get your extra action. You can't cast an additional spell with your bonus action, but you can do other things with that bonus action. Plus the ability to wear heavy armor and your, I think it's second wind. Yeah. And your hit dice and all your proficiencies means you're not a squishy wizard anymore or a squishy sorcerer in this case. And you can still, if you have three levels of fighter... Get that battle master. You can, uh, you know, which obviously gives you access to all the battle master abilities, which there's a lot of great defensive options, parry and, you know, a few other things. Um, that combined with 17 level, levels of sorcerer, you still get a ninth level spell. You get that one slot, which, you know, 17, 18, and 19, 17, 18, 19, and 20, you only get one ninth level spell ever anyways so yeah although i would personally rather take only two levels to avoid delaying my spell casting any further than i had to that's fair that's it i think there's like you said good arguments for three levels there and there's still a decent argument because i mean if you're gonna you know you're gonna start your spell casting at level four but you're still gonna be a th- third level battle master fighter for that bit so it's true yeah you'll be okay it's only about level six that things are going to be – you're going to be in your awkward growing pains. Nacho. For me, uh, th- this is going to be a fun one. So you start off with Barbarian and really you could do this however you want. Either do the three-level dip, take your Bear Totem or if you want, go to fifth level. Get your uh, – what was it? Extra attack and then you go into Sorcerer. Take the uh, giant soul. Unearthed Arcana. Unearthed, it is Unearthed Arcana. Unearthed but Arcana. It's not official yet. But you take that, Come take Hill Giant, 
and you can become the ultimate punch sorcerer because we don't have a good punch wizard. I cast fist. Yeah, and that's pretty much the whole shtick. Yeah, yeah, and then with the uh, you know with, with that origin, I don't just remember, punch people. I don't remember which level it is, but when you cast one of your uh, spells from that. You grow a size larger. If you go to fifth level, yeah, you miss the second time growing. But you'll still be a size larger, raging, getting all your buffs from that. I mean, we'd and have to. Smacking a dude. Yeah, we'd have to look at a enlarge slash reduce as a spell, but does it allow you to get it bigger than large? Pass me the book. I'll take a look. I'm pretty sure it says uh, you grow one size, but with the uh, Sorceress Origin, that one. If you're medium and you cast one of your uh, spells from it, you grow to large. large. And then on the next turn, if you cast another spell, you grow one category larger and it does stack with extra damage. Yeah, but you also, also, as Hill Giant, you get the enlarge reduce. Yes. So, um, do, 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 do. Exciting reading through books. Yep. Uh, Yep, you can. (laughs) Yeah, so you you can. I always wanted to be size huge. So you can become huge or massive. Gargantuan. 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 My apologies. And, and sit there running or wait, is was an large reduced concentration? Uh well, up to one minute. Then okay. yeah, raging will break it, unfortunately. Yeah, ra- raging will break it, but at that point. But when you're the size of a building, you can just step on people. You you have more than enough extra damage from size categories alone. That you don't even need your rage. What's this? I don't have a weapon. Oh, look, a conveniently placed wagon. Oh, look, Shillelagh. <laughs> I'm Godzilla. Oh. As I'm already gargantuan, I will cast Shillelagh, and now my quarterstaff is even bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I hit you with Skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ever wanted to brawl with a Tarask? <laughs> <laughs> Tarask is just rampaging. I've had enough of your shenanigans. No, at that point, the Tarask is Get just your little chihuahua. <laughs> anyway. Enough, Chuck. So, my personal recommendation, uh, if you're going to multi-class Sork, this is the only one that isn't a reverse dip. Uh, this is a dip in a rogue. Um, you're going to take Swashbuckler, because again, they uh, Swashbuckler needs charisma. It's the one rogue class that needs Charismo to make it work. Also, Swashbuckler is the best rogue. And it's also the best rogue archetype in the game, but we'll get around that. Um, they, the ability just to be able to dance out of combat and out of situations, because any DM that is playing a like a very aggressive, very intelligent group of monsters is going to go, Geek the Mage! You know, and it's going to be on the all the melee people to try to keep the sorcerer or wizard or warlock or druid or cleric out of melee combat you know, melee conflict. So the ability just to give yourself some escape is nice. Yeah. Just be able to slip away. Um, recommend three levels just to get your swashbuckler, just so you can, uh, do your dancing away and stuff. And if you actually have a decent, you put a decent dexterity on your, uh, sorcerer, which you should for armor anyways, uh, then actually you're able to, you know, do respectable things with a blade in a fight. Like you're not gonna single handedly win over everybody with your combat prowess and melee. You can knife someone, but yeah, but you can shank a bitch, and that's really all you want. Prison yard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I guess worth mentioning too is Sorcerer Paladin, just because that does seem like a fairly obvious one to some people. Yeah, um, they're both charisma based classes, and honestly, the Paladin ability to dump any spell slot into a smite could be useful. Yeah, it ain't bad. I don't think it's optimal. I think it's still above the pack. 
yeah, it's it's worth trying out, and you get medium armors, and you don't have to worry about stealth, Paul, and uh, and you get a shield, and you know, as a spellcaster, just learning suddenly how to use a shield must like, just, how was I alive before? Oh wait, I can lift this <laughs> up and, and protect my face. I can use this two by four to prevent being stabbed in the face. <laughs> uh, it ain't bad. It ain't bad stuff. One of my favorite class in the game, warlock. I think it's an excellent addition. Yeah. Paul? I'm going to do the reverse of everyone's favorite multi-class. We're not going to do Paladin Warlock. We're going to do Warlock Paladin. But you're going to start with Paladin. Yes. You're going to start with probably three levels of Paladin, I say. Just to get your third spell slot. You know, get your standard abilities. Get your land hands to a decent level. And then for the rest of the game, you're going to play a Warlock. You're going to take a Warlock. You're going to level it all the way up. You're still going to get your 20th level, sorry, your 9th level spells, which, again, after 17th level, you get no additional 20, uh, 9th level spells. Oof. Kind uh, of there, there are no 9th level spells for Warlock. Yeah, there are. You only go up to 5th spell level, but you do get your advantage on the uh, Mystic Arcanum for a 9th level spell. Oh, my apologies. I just played a Warlock at high level, so I know these things. <laughs> But regardless, the thing is that you can dump any of your Warlock's uh, spell slots into a Paladin Smite. And your Warlock spell slots recover on a short rest. And more than that, it puts you in heavy armor and gives you good hit points and some healing abilities. And frankly, you're missing maybe one level of Eldritch Blast effectively because you only get the upgrades, I believe, at 5th and 11th level and 15th level. So you're just not missing out on that much. Now, that being said, um, my only my only like swipe, uh, swipe, swipe. What am I? Am, am I on swipe? Yeah. No, I was going. What might you want? Might. Uh, my only slight tweak to that would be since because uh, I think the two that mesh very well. Oh, you'd be doing blade lock, of course. Yeah. Well, I either hexblade or celestial. Celestial isn't a bad choice for. I was talking about packed to the blade specifically. Oh, yeah. uh, well, I was talking hexblade packed. We probably want to do hexblade packed too. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, Double blade. Make, make you all get, the packs. Yeah, all the packs. Um, but you get all your stuff uh, for those. I mean, other than natural warlock abilities, uh, you get all your uh, subclasses, special features. They cap out at fourteen. So actually, five or six levels of Paladin ain't a bad choice. You do lose your Mystic Arcanum for 8th and 9th level spells, though. Yeah, but extra attack doesn't hurt. I mean, um, I believe Hex... Well, keep in mind, one of the Warlock invocations gives you extra attack and doesn't stack with it anyway. True. But the extra attack, even more HP because... I mean, let's face it, Warlock... I mean, even the like more armory-built Warlocks... They still, they're gonna be, you know, they're nowhere near as optimal as, I mean, barbarian. Not even talk barbarian, fighter and paladin. Just don't take any damage. Yeah, just, yeah, just try not to take any damage. Um, I think f- fifth level is not a bad way to go, especially if you're gonna play like a vengeance paladin, which is probably the strongest of paladins. You get again just misty step, hold person, bane, hunter's mark. God, that is just those four spells are so good. They're just so good for doing the damage. Yeah, we get them as warlock too. You oh, do, wow. but. Stale. We've had this debate. You have extra uses. Also, hilariously, as a hexblade, you get branding smite at second level. <laughs> More smites. More smite. More smites and not enough smites. Uh, Nacho, what you got? Well, for me, I'm kind of torn between 
paladin or just going with a rogue, going swashbuckler, which I know I'm stealing Jake's thunder, so I'll let him take that away. No, 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 no. You you do this. I got this. I got oh, this. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll adapt. No, I'll oh, no, adapt. You are, and adapt. You are. I will adapt and overcome. Improvise. Read <laughs> overcome. the rogue. <laughs> Read it, Nacho. So how would you combine rogue with warlock, Nacho? Well, I'd start off with my rogue. His name be Swashbuckler. Praise and be to the Swashbuckler. While I'm swashbuckling, pillaging, and finding Thrilling and killing. Then I'd go into a Hexblade Warlock, and I, I really want Jake to do it because I'm stealing his thunder right no, now. No, no, no. I, I, I already, I already no, 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 no. You're, you're doing it. I, ladies, ladies, you're both pretty. <laughs> I've, no, I've, I already figured out a new one. Just keep going. Guys, oh, you're doing great. guys, just doing go great. Hexblade, Pact of the Blade Warlock. Just you're, focus on melee combat with sneak attacking with your Eldritch Magics. You know, I was trying to think of what the uh, specific abilities were since I don't oh, rogue why. as much as Jake. Okay. So, no, yeah, you're going to take Swashbuckler Rogue again because it's the best damn rogue in the game. Um, also has charisma. Warlock is fueled by the Turismo. And they synergize very well. It gives you great escapes. It gives you sneak attack damage. Um, my only flip here actually would be I would start Warlock and go into Rogue after third level because you are going to get a lot more from a jump into Rogue than a jump into Warlock. Than a jump into Warlock because simple weapons and armor, light armor proficiency. Woo! What be that? Um, Admittedly, I was one proficiency in Thieves Tools isn't that much better. Yeah. Um, well, and they also get a skill, like, you know, going in. So you get a skill, you get Thieves Tools, and uh, Light Armor Proficiency, which is, you, know, you already got that. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Jake Rogue's better than I do. I bard Barbarian and do that stuff. So I'm not as caught up on every single skill. I, I know what works. I just don't know everything yeah, you get your, top of my head. You're going to get your ability to dance out of combat. You're going to get your sneak attacks, and you're going to get your sneak attack on somebody who has nobody within five feet. Makes uh you know, pretty useful stuff. And then, you know, you'll have Eldritch Blast just to be doing everything else all the time. Laser beams. Uh, the other one I was going to throw out there is Warlock Fighter. Oh, boy. I wonder because if this is going to action. Here. Yeah, because it's Action Surge, baby. Um, reverse Dip, same with Paladin. I mean, Blade it, Lock again to Hexblade. Hexblade. We're starting to seem a bit formulaic, guys. We may have to mix this up with Wizard. Yeah, 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 which I think we're going to do. Um,. Also, too, a, a very interesting one I saw online, but I liked it, would be Warlock Wizard. Interesting. Explain. Um, here is the main thing. So you're going to get your, uh, you're going to get Divination. You're going to dip into Divination. You're going to do mostly Warlock stuff. You're going to do uh, Pact of the Tome Warlock. And you are going to bank on that multi-class spellcasting table to carry you to the Promised Land. Um, and you're just going to Ride around on the fact that Warlock does a lot of decent work um, per short rest. Per short rest, and just try to like it's it's not as good as a full wizard. It's not as good as a full. Warlock. But if you want, it's well, it's but it's if you want to play, if you want to be the most castery warlock you can possibly be, divination wizard warlock ain't bad, and uh, sorcerer warlock also ain't bad. It's a more castery, and you because. I mean, just as a quick aside, my favorite thing about Warlock is how flavorful the class is uh, for a dungeon master for us to work with. You never call. You never write. Why don't yeah. you talk to you me? Have a, yeah, you have a pact. You know, you have like a patron, you know, 
entity that gives you powers. And a needy patron. Yeah, a very needy patron that you need to talk to. There's a lot of great stuff for a dungeon master to work with. And so if you like, I really like the story stuff you can do with that. And then on top of that, if you just want to play Warlock but you want it to be more castery, Sorcerer and Wizard ain't bad. It ain't as good that's as fair. any of those, but if we're going for story and not optimization, then that's the way to go. But Wizard. Wizard. There are two conventional train of thoughts. Um, I've actually seen this hotly debated on Reddit, and that is the fighter into wizard reverse yes. dip. The reverse dip for fighter into wizard is generally considered a fairly strong option. Because action the, surge. Yeah, because well, <laughs> they, they can't do. action surge into a spellcast, but you can still disengage no, 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 or dodge. You, you can. The, as long as you don't cast a uh, bonus action spell of first level or higher, you well, are right, able to it gives cast, you an additional action rather yeah. than turn it into a bonus action like quicken spell. Yes, yeah, right, so you're able to cast two uh, full action spells. There is a uh, sage advice that clearly states that. So you say as you in- inject adrenaline immediately into your chest and you shout, I'm going ham! Yeah. And you yeah, start just, throwing two fireballs with both hands. Yeah, no, yeah, I, ha- I, have seen, spell. I have seen the uh, arguments get a little heated, though, on like Reddit and Giants in the Playground a couple places like that because it's either is two-level fighter into 18 levels of wizard better or is it... Uh, the just straight 20 wizard. I think the people who say straight 20 wizard, and I don't mean to burn these people, but I think they're still kind of stuck in the third edition mentality where taking anything other than a spellcaster level is a complete waste of your time and energy. I think that wizards are a lot weaker now than they were in third edition. Praise be. <laughs> and I think that the Bless. additional, the ability to ignore arcane spell failure by taking at least one level of fighter so you can get full armor is worth it. I wear plate. I have a shield. You My just, wand is the sword. You don't get that much from those final two levels of wizard. I mean, like, look, I'll, I'll pull up exactly what you get and what you're giving up action surge for. It's action not, surge is a hell of a drug. It, it is. It's not one of your... Uh, it's not one of your... Uh, arcane tradition features, you miss out on signature spell. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and one extra sick level spell, I guess. Whatever. Eh, six level spells are pretty good, though. I mean, they're okay, but I would rather have action surge. Yeah, I'd rather have action surge. I'd rather have action surge. I agree. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, that's really all you can really do with wizard, because wizard is just... Wizard and Sorcerer are a little similar in the fact that you really don't want to mess with the formula too much. You can take three levels of Sorcerer as a wizard and still, I think, get out pretty well because remember that you combine your spell yep. slots with the conversion table. And I think the ability to get Sorcerer points. Well, Quicken Spell isn't as good as it seems. The rest of them are still pretty good. Uh, I mean, Twin spells. Twin Spell, yes. Maximize. No, Twin Spell is the <laughs> Twin spell is the Billy Mays. Of magic casting abilities. But wait, there's more. I cast fireball. Okay. Roll your damage dice. Dice get rolled. All right. And moving on to, I use twin spell. But wait, there's more. I'm fireball. throwing another fireball. Deal with Suffer. That. Um, yeah, other than that, though, with wizard, there isn't a, a whole, I mean, you could, again, it's another one of those, like, eh, if you want to, like, give him more survivability or, you know, maybe he's a gritty you know, wizard from the streets. He gets three levels of rogue. And get into your swashbuckler, use your dance out. Ooh. Yeah, you know, just use your sneak away. But other than that, I mean, there isn't a whole lot of... uh, Wizard gets better with more wizard. Yeah. 
Yeah, pretty much. If yeah. only you could multi-class into so, a wizard and take up another tradition. Before we hop into our final segment, guys, um, let's do final thoughts here because we're about to. What we're about to do is we're going to build a monstrosity. We're about to Frankenstein some shit. It it's alive. It's um, alive. So final thoughts. Um, Let's see. Going into multiclassing, we knew that fighter was going to be useful. <laughs> At the end, we realized that fighter is a hell of a drug. Yeah, fighter is more useful than we thought it was going to be. And that's saying something because we thought fighter was going to get cl- uh, multiclassed with at least half the classes. And it turns out all of them. <laughs> yeah. Literally every class other than fighter uh, could benefit from two levels yeah, of fighter. Yeah, so what we learned is, yeah, every single class in the game can benefit from two levels of fighter. Uh, thank you, Mike Merles. Yeah. You thanks. fixed what Monty Cook did. Bless you. Um, other things we learned. Swashbuckler Rogue, shockingly applicable to everybody. Oh, yeah. And uh, Swashbuckler Rogue should probably see a balance pass. <laughs> Shh. Don't touch it. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Just it's the way little, it is. It's our little secret. When was the last time you saw somebody playing a thief? Um, actually, not too long ago. <laughs> but they were going for a very specific character thing. Um, Nacho, what did you learn doing this? Uh, what I learned is Paul doesn't have an appreciation for stacking your smites with your sneak attacks <laughs> as he should. He should appreciate it, but he doesn't, and I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> Paul, what did you learn? I learned that y'all are a bunch of heathens. And that you hate us all? <laughs> no, what I actually did learn from this is that uh, multiclassing is far more viable in 5th edition than I thought it was going to be with the uh, ability and score improvements. I thought that before I started this, I thought that the ability to score improvements only appeared in the class-specific things. But it turns out you get your ability to score improvements at whatever level you're supposed to get them as I, per the I, I uh, thought it was by class. No, it's not. You count up your total class levels and you count those for the ability to score improvements. Except for fighter. Fighter's weird. But yep. All right. So uh, really quick before we go into our last segment, uh, we're just going to pop all the social media really quick. Uh, if you've enjoyed today's show – Please follow us on uh, – please like and follow us on Facebook at uh, 3DMs Podcast. Uh, come like our page. You know, come say hi. Uh, we have a Discord going after this episode. We will post a fresh link for the Discord if you want to hop in. Uh, we're usually around. We'll, you know, we play video games. We talk and, you know, all that stuff. So you want to come hang out with us? Come hang out with us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at 3DMs Pod. Um, it's 3 underscore DMs, DMS underscore pod. Uh, three spelled the old-fashioned way, T-H-R-E-E. And we're working on getting an Instagram going and, like, trying to do a YouTube thing. But it, we'll, we'll, figure we'll cross it out. that bridge when we like it. If you're enjoying the show, uh, we have all our episodes. Our, epi, episodes. Episodes. Thanks, Nacho. I can, well, I, I, we're going to do Instagram. You know what this means. Nerdy hot chicks with video games. we got to take some photos. <laughs> Well, oh, I, I've got my gamer oh, photo that no comment. I'm going to uh, post up at some point in the Discord. <laughs> I can pose sexually for you guys. That's going to look good. <laughs> <laughs> we well, need someone to play Harley uh, Quinn. As, as a little sneak peek, I do have a <laughs> controller in my mouth in that picture. Hot. Um, I, I if you enjoy, if you are enjoy, if you enjoy our show, uh, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found, except for Spotify. Spotify doesn't like us. Too many lost episodes? Uh, no, and they just uh, they They're don't just like difficult. They don't like tiny podcasts. They're the man. That's yeah, the man. which is weird. Spotify, because I've been supporting you ever since you couldn't. Uh, I've been paying for your stuff ever since you couldn't even pick what songs you wanted to play on mobile. Oh, take that! 
Uh, by the way, can you check our mics real quick? I've been getting reports that our mic quality dropped after the Billy May segment. Mm. Yeah. But wait. There's more. Everybody gets a little bit more on their mic. Does this work? I should hope so. I hope so. Regardless. All right, guys. We're going we're gonna to run a little bit over today, but we're going to do something we've been wanting to do for a long time. We're going to talk about Warlord. We're going to make Warlord in 5th edition. We are going to hodgepodge and Frankenstein a Warlord together out of three separate classes. This was a contentious debate, to say the least. Um, We've used, we used at least five different classes during the planning segment. So I, I wouldn't say it was really contentious. I would say that like we were sitting there and it was just like, what is the best way to do this? Because it was, it was a bit of a head-scratcher, and we figured it out, yeah. at least and, to us. Um, and we, we you even get different brands and flavors. It's not good, I Here, should warn you. Yeah, I, I, I do want to give this little warning. Doing a three-class character is tricky. At the nine times out of ten going to be very, very suboptimal. Especially if you're playing with the unwieldy monstrosity. <laughs> but... Just because we miss Warlord, we need it back, and we want Paul to have that little bit of peace, we're going to create this horrible, horrible monstrosity. So, take us away, Jake. I will. So, first things first, making your uh, making your Warlord. You're going to start with Variant Human as race. Obviously. Because it's the best race in the game. And which feet do we want? Um... Feet actually is just up to taste at this point. Um, We've seen some debate about which ones we should take. Yeah, and at this point, we're it's just more whatever you want to do. There, um, like Shieldmaster is good if you want to control the battlefield with some shield stuff. Um, there's a couple other options. Polearm Master, Inspirational Leader, Inspirational Leader, Polearm Master. Uh, Lucky just never hurts anybody, but having that feet there is going to be good. You are going to start with five levels of Paladin. This build, if you want to play it, like, the reason we're doing it this way, too, um, just so it's out there, is that it's the most playable version of Warlord. Like, if you have to do this starting from level one. This is the one that wouldn't be physically painful to play for more than half the time you're playing. Yeah, there's going to be some awkward parts, but for the most part, like, because the first version we had, while very effective in its final form, was just a monstrosity okay, of unplayable. you're going to take two levels of Bard, and then two levels of Paladin, and then two levels of Fighter, and you're going to be fighting as a second level character at sixth level. Sweet. At tenth level, I finally get my extra attack. Yeah. So, you're going to get five levels of paladin first. It gets you up to extra attack, and you're you're you know you're just going to be a regular paladin all the way up through there. Now, um, I we're going to leave archetypes out of all this except for the barbarian phase. Uh, this is where you can bring customization in because honestly, with this, you know what we're going for it's here, surprisingly flexible. Yeah, but um, all branches of paladin are actually very flexible for what you're trying to accomplish here. The one I, I would personally vote for is conquest. But um, I would also highly recommend, though, the uh, just the standard Paladin Oath. The Devotion one? Yeah, the Oath of Devotion. The just uh, I do the healings because it kind of fits into what a warlord is. Slap them, tell them to stop being such a coward, get back up and fight. Yeah, a little bit. Let's um, go, Peon. <laughs> also, Ten uh, points healed. also, I should mention that the skills you're trying to get with this build in the background, so take Soldier, obviously, because that's going to give you Intimidate and Athletics, uh, and then you are going to try to piece together history uh, 
You need what persuasion. History, persuasion, and medicine. Yes. And those are like the five core things you need to get, which you're going to be able to eventually get after level five because you're going to take four levels of bard. Yep. Uh, College of Lore Bard, recommended. Yep. College of Swords Bard, not a bad idea. Could also be good. That said, you're not getting as much from it as most College of Swords Bards would get because Paladin grants most of that. Yes. But still a good choice. You're yeah. Gonna, yeah, you're going to get uh, various abilities out of it. But where College of Lore and College of Swords are both uh, – where Bard is the main ingredient here is uh, Bardic Inspiration. The main feature of being a warlord from 4th edition was your ability to get your allies to do things for you. Yeah. You're using your auras. You're using uh, your commands. commands and other various abilities to really just buff the party without being, you know, like a magical user. Let the buffening come in. And also actually being able to, like... You know, you're not the most devastating person in combat, but you can hold your own. You can keep up. You're not going to fight. You fall. can fight like a cleric, basically. Yeah. And now, with our final three levels, so there is an option here. Um, if you want to do more of a tankening, you know, front line kind of. I will be your shield. Yes, I will be your shield. Uh, Reinhardt type of <laughs> warlord. Uh, barbarian. Three levels of barbarian. Um, you might expect us to say fighter, but no, Barbarian's actually better for this, and we're about to get yes. to why. Yeah, um, although I am going to throw fighter in there as the other option for your three levels, but um, we recommend Barbarian, and here's why. If you go with Totem, there's two great ones you can take out of Totem Warrior, which is Bear, because... I don't believe in damage. You don't believe in damage, and Wolf... It's against my religion. Like, hey, I'm attacking this guy, my allies are attacking him. Hey, Maybe attack, they want advantage. Attack this guy with me. Now you get advantage. Quite useful if you have a couple of rogues in your party. Very useful. Get, um, get, get a party of uh, rogue paladins so that they can smite sneak attack while you're giving them advantage. Somewhere. And watch Paul die of an aneurysm. <laughs> no, Paul is just uh, listening to REM. No, that's just Paul listening to REM sitting in his house. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Light, losing my religion. <laughs> now, All right, I think we said enough on that one. <laughs> um, now, the other path of barbarian that we recommend would be ancestral guardian. It's also a good one because it's a very battlefield controlly one. You can force enemies to attack you and nobody else. Yeah, with just three levels, you get um, you get the ancestral protectors, which go. is while you are raging, the first creature hit with an attack on your turn becomes the target of the warriors, which hinder its attacks until the start of your next turn. That target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against you, and when the target hits a creature other than you with an attack, that creature has resistance to the damage dealt by the attack. The effect on the target ends early if your rage ends. So you get to sit there and say, come at me, bro. You got to hit them. But. Yeah, you got to hit them. Um, long story short, what you're going to get when you put this whole thing together is you're going to have two ability score improvements, um, which you're going to need to use because if you're doing a point buy and you're doing this with anything other than a dice roll and you roll really well. You're going to be suffering somewhere. You're going to be dumb. Yeah, all, you all are, the suffering. Yeah, you are most likely going to have to dump intelligence, which is... Or wisdom. Or wisdom. Ugh. Or both. Because you need strength, con, dexterity, and charisma to make this whole thing run. You need 13 charisma to jump into Bard, which you'll have through Paladin. And you'll need 13 strength with Barbarian to jump in, which is, okay, fine. But, you know, 
uh, having that with a respectable constitution so you can take a punch to the damn face. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be going to be a little rough. If you have to uh, pick and choose, I would prioritize charisma and constitution, and then strength would be your third one. And then dex is the trailing fourth. Trailing fourth, and then int and wisdom is high. Yeah, yeah, no, you you don't need that. Yeah, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Somewhere, the tactician warlord is crying. Yeah, a little bit. Now. Oh, this sign this says this can, is not a mimic. This can be done with fighter uh, if you don't like the barbarian option, which is fine. You know, not your cup of tea. Um, Battlemaster Fighter has plenty of battlefield control options for you to use. Yes, battle uh, Battlemaster Fighter. And also, interestingly enough, Cavalier is usable with this. It's not good. As long as you could fit your horse there, you're good. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, that's the kind of flavor you're going for. Um, ultimately, yes, this... It's a dumpster fire. It's best. a dumpster fire of a thing. But Boy, I'm 10th level and I fight as a 5th level character. But, well, you do get your bardic inspirations. You're going to have persuasion. You know, this comes down to, again, you know, you know, taking pure mechanics of the character or the class out of it and just you know, putting the player into the shoes. If you're like a naturally charismatic player and, you know, you're a bit of an actor at the table, you can actually get a lot of out of combat stuff done. Yeah. With this. Um, your bardic inspiration is going to help everybody. You got slap magic in the term of lay on hands. And I, I think I cannot fight soldier. Yep. And ultimately, with bard, paladin, combined spellcasting, you're going to be able to pick up a lot of utility spells with uh, multi-classing spell list. Yeah, because you'll count as a uh, seventh level caster. Yeah, you'll be able to, you know, you'll be or able to stack your coffers with uh, sixth level. My mistake, I can't read. Yeah, um, you'll be able to fill your coffers with a lot of useful spell options between paladin and bard to help your team. So there it is. If you you're missing Warlord and you're looking for something that's kind of battlefield control this is about as close as we got. You got a better Warlord for us? Send us and tell us how dumb all of us are on the internet. Please. Give us Warlord back, Wizards, please. please. I don't think it's going to happen because as we figured out, like, uh, you need to combine, like, four different classes to make it happen. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it, like, I feel like if Warlord were to come out, it'd either A, have to be completely reimagined, or B, it would just be better than everything else. Like, it would be that and Wizard just sitting on top of the mountain going, well. What are those little spots down there? Hmm. Oh, everyone else. Interesting. With that, guys, uh, we've had a lot of fun this week. Please check out all of our socials like we already plugged. Uh, we'd like to thank Earl for coming in, being guest producer this week. Thanks, Earl. Snaps and claps. No, thank you guys so much for letting me be on here. All right. And uh, next week, uh, we really ain't got nothing for next week, so we'll see what we do. Send me your submissions. <laughs> Send me your submissions. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you want us to butcher our way through. We've had a lot of fun talking to you this week. I'm Jake. I'm Nacho. I'm Paul. And uh, roll well. We'll see you next week. And uh, Rogadin works. Later.